punk rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello, listeners and listeners. This is Wastelands, and I'm Adam Obscene. And with me, as always, is the mighty, mighty, and he's bringing the luck of the Irish, Mark and Mark. Hello. Hey, Adam Obscene. Hello, listeners. It's great to be with you, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, welcome to the spooky season. We're actually halfway through the spooky season of October, but we do, yeah. we've been we've been to chatting and um, decided that we're going to kick off uh, our sort of spooky season uh, season within a season with mm-hmm. a horror film that. Isn't about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one. <laughs> it's about another, I, 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 it's about another world holiday. Um, mm-hmm. Should I oh, look? Let's do what we always do. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll play. The luck of the Irish is being packed and shipped to a little town in South Dakota, whose luck may have just run out. Is it out of the crate? Oh, man. It's never going back in either. Well, not for bloody like eight, seven episodes, seven, seven alliterations uh, of this film. Uh, oh, mate. I can't wait to hear your theories on this. We, we were talking just before we hit roll and uh, I was getting pretty excited, mate. You're on the cusp of telling me something big. Well, it's there's, there's some stuff in this that people should know about like it's a public yeah. service announcement it's everything that we do here at wastelands for the losseners um yeah and look just to buckle in uh peeps we are <laughs> not probably going to just land on the first uh leprechaun from 1993 but i'm feeling we have we may just meander through the back catalog um mainly because even though mark and i last week decided that we would do the leprechaun I went on a deep, weird yeah. dive and actually just yeah. watched all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, t- t- yeah. Tell us, Adam. It's better that you share 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 a problem a problem halved a problem shared is a problem halved, mate. Uh, which is given the fact that the pint size nature of the villain in this is actually that's a very uh, a very <laughs> because of, it is a problem shared, it's a problem halved, and a nasty little wee one at that. Look, let's oh, he's it. a little green bastard. Oh, massively. Let's get into the let's, – so, so here's, the, here's the statistical bit of it, and then we can sort of dive in there. So in 1993, uh, mm-hmm. Leprechaun was released worldwide to cinemas. It uh, was actually made in 91 and is the feature film debut of Jennifer Anderson. Anderson? Anderson. 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 Anderson, the, from Friends. Um so so it's interesting because I think that this film has gained notoriety in you know through cult circles and it did have an absolute massive DVD VHS spike when friends dropped clearly 
um, mainly because they probably just wanted to see if Jennifer Aniston's phantom nipple turned up in this one as well. So, <laughs> And it didn't. Why did you, you you were in there with a magnifying glass? Just <laughs> <laughs> where's that rat? Lost as if you're confused about that. Just type in um, Jennifer Anson's friend's phantom nipple, and you'll go down a rabbit hole. But look, I I thought it was just me ads noticing that, but no, it turned out that the hop did notice. Yes, and apparently my computer noticed too by giving us a ding dong. <laughs> 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 your your new uh, alert that a new uh, Jennifer Aniston nipple photo detected. It's been detected. It's been detected. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, like it's got a four point seven out of ten on IMDb. IMDb. I I I yeah that one. Op. It's uh it's got a twenty percent twenty seven percent critics rating on um. Rotten Tomatoes, so they absolutely hated it, and it's got a thirty-two percent rating of audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so that's so the audience, most of the audience, that means basically a third of the audience like it. The rest of the yeah. world thinks it's pants, <laughs> particularly pants with little uh, little green and white stripes and little shoes with buckles on them. Oh and yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. It, it, <laughs> so it, it, its budget was. Just under uh, just under a mil, nine hundred thousand in nineteen ninety one money. Um, but this is the interesting thing, dude. It's box office. It pulled nine point two million back. So when people say, "How can there be so many sequels to this film?" There's a reason. Mm. This movie for no monies made a mm-hmm. shit ton back comparatively. Yeah, there we go. Uh, it literally go. made ten times itself back. So yep. in any any suit, dude stuffed in a suit decision maker mm-hmm. is going to go yeah i don't care much for leprechauns but they make me the monies so yeah absolutely they found the pot of gold sure so, so it it was written and directed by mark jones uh, mm-hmm. who hadn't done much but he really came up with this concept where he and this is the back i'm going to go early with factoids because it's going to sort of help set the scene um, okay. Lost in a joint see that I just did this sort of spirit fingers thing into the air about it was majestic, man. It was majestic. Is, it was majestic. It was majestic. I'm a majestic eagle um, <laughs> in the basement of Studio of Senato. So basically, what we've got is this guy's come up with this premise. He goes, "Why leprechauns are evil little pricks, and why has there never been a horror movie about them?" If you think at '93, '91 to '93 was the tail end. It was less the the. The slasher genre, the 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 serial serial slasher genre, had sort of was in its death throes. Like the best of Nightmare was behind us. The best of Friday the Thirteenth was behind us. The best of Halloween was behind us. Child's Play had been out um, a couple of years earlier. Like it's it was sort of we were into deep dark sequel territory by the time we got into the early nineties. It was pre Scream, so it had the so there hadn't been the reboot, so. Yeah. So, but this guy's gone. Leprechauns are evil little pricks. Uh, Freddy Krueger is funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Dreams and powerful, you know, sort of mythology is is a good is 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 a good. It's worked well for most of these other supernatural beings. Why don't we make a, a, a horror film with the main protagonist being a leprechaun? Because it's got mythology around. You know, if you get his gold and. You get yeah. wishes, and then he tries to get his gold back. And so yeah. what basically you get is a three-quarter size Freddy Krueger with with a pot of gold and 
and yeah. and it was written around Warwick Davies. Now Warwick Davies, oh. listeners will know and may not know. Everybody in the world has, has seen Warwick Davies at one time or another, even if they don't realise it, because he was Wicket the Ewok in all mm-hmm. the alliterations of Star Wars, <laughs> including yep. the Made for TV movies. He was also Willow in that sort of Lord of the Rings, George Lucas style homage, um, Mm -hmm. which that was in, I think, 88. And so Mm -hmm. this was, who else? He he was the premier little people person actor at the time. So Mark Jones has basically gone. He he was in, um, he he was basically Life's Too Short with Ricky Gervais as well. Absolutely. Like hilariously funny dude and really talented. And really talented. And it's funny because in Life's Too Short, he channels a bit of bass, a bit of leprechaun bastard. It's yeah. like you can see where that comes from. So, yeah. he, so, he's, <laughs> so he's done everything from an Ewok to a poor man's Hobbit to a leprechaun to being a B-grade actor um, in yeah. the UK trying to relive. I think he even plays himself in Life's Too Short, doesn't he, actually? Yeah, he does. He does. Himself. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if uh, anyone's unsure of who we're talking about, like just a quick Google search of Warwick, Warwick Davies will will let you know who he is and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy. He's even you know. got a cu- – and I think he's even in the re- in the new Disney Star Wars. He's even got a couple of characters in those ones as well. The yeah, other, right. The other honourable mention – is besides Jennifer Anson is there's a bunch of nobodies really except for there's one one person in there that I think really needs to be mentioned and that's uh, Mark Holton and Mark Holton listeners will know as Francis from Pee Wee's um, Big Adventure Big Adventure oh, it's like yeah. Francis he was sort of like the the bully guy in that he was also um, chubby in Team Wolf Two with um, Jason Bateman he was the chubby basketball mate that was mm-hmm. always on the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one, which I found a bit uh, confronting, <laughs> is he played John Wayne Gacy in the 2003 TV movie Gacy, which yeah. is, um, and I, I guess we'll say right now, if you if any of this sounds really good, uh, Leprechaun has just been released for the Halloween season on Tubi, not sponsored, um, but on Tubi, not sponsored. We also have Gacy is on there as well. So if you want to sort of see the, the, the acting depth of Mark Holton, um, mm-hmm. that's there and there for your viewing pleasure um and uh, and mark holton is the only other character in the leprechaun series to appear twice in the same character role um so we'll get into that a little bit deeper later on that there mate is my first episode first episode statistics um brilliant so that sort of sets the scene what do we what do we have besides that is a is a plot line that is you know I guess that's the best part to start is the plot line. <clears throat> the plot line um it was yeah the, the the first one is um look it's pretty straightforward you know there's the the characters develop quote unquote as the movie goes on you know there's really I don't think a lot of you know establishment of character in the first third you know it's a uh, it's just let's get straight into it. And, um, look, I was uh, the, the most appalling thing that I saw in it, Adam. The thing that horrified me most was the first scene someone littered. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> it was, it's interesting, isn't it? Because the, when you talk about establishing shots, 
Um, it really is. It, it's exactly what you would expect it to be. A oh. dude has just come back from Ireland. He's running through the door to his missus and going, don't, we don't have to worry about a thing now. We are now rich. And he yeah, uncovers and he, leprechaun gold. Of course he does. Yes. And he throws an empty bottle of scotch on the ground. Of course I'm joking. I saw that. It was like, really? That's the first shot. They're throwing a bottle of uh, his, his scotch Jamison, on the ground. His, like... It's like the Jamison, not sponsored here. Uh, <laughs> scotch. Yeah. His, and, and, and it's littering. It's the first scene is littering. It's, it's an outrage. Um, it's an but, outrage. But, but it does actually establish the fact that he has no not a care in the world because he has somehow hornswoggled a leprechaun and got his gold. What they don't touch on in this first episode, and I'm going to point out the first of many faux pas in this series, is that this is about, so they go about stealing the leprechaun's gold. Mm -hmm. The the leprechaun is pissed. And 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 so basically he comes in, and the short, long story is that he, the leprechaun hunts him back to America, hunts O'Grady back to America to get his Mm -hmm. gold back, kills his wife. The leprechaun kills O'Grady's wife, not O'Grady kills the leprechaun's wife. That was confusing. Mm-hmm. And then O'Grady chucks the leprechaun in a crate and puts a four-leaf clover on the crate. That all seems yes. all straightforward. But the whole thing about leprechaun mythology is that if you get the leprechaun's gold, you get three wishes. And they don't even talk about the wishes. It's just like, <sighs> we're rich, we've got the gold. But the, the, the riches in a leprechaun's mythology is not the gold itself. It's what it represents is the... The wishes so that, that that it can attain. So anyway, that's me being all weirdly nerdy. About, uh, <laughs> I know. Look, they 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 touch on in the early part of the film that you just described, Adam. With you know, um, they, they're basically a an el- aging elderly rural couple, aren't they? They're yeah. in Nebraska or something. I think it's set, and um, they they strike it rich out of nowhere, and they try to uh, you know, you trying to create some kind of moral compass around greed uh jennifer aniston's character when she arrives uh into the movie is sort of like a bit of a spoiled wannabe uh early 90s rich rich girl you know rich rich girl aspirations uh but they they kind of drop that real quick and it's like this greed storyline is in the first 15 minutes and then but then i guess the whole thing is about greed so they sort of yeah, the, and so what? You know, basically, after after O'Grady uh, gets the leprechaun in a box, he has a stroke, and then it jumps to ten years later, where yeah. then the Jennifer Aniston, the Valley Girl, greedy girl, like Marco just said, and her dad, for some reason, rent this cabin in the middle of buttfuck nowhere um, <laughs> to basically, have, you know, why would you go to the middle of Nebraska in a rundown old shack as a holiday? But also. Yeah. Get he some... tells us. He tells us because it was cheap as. Oh. It was really, really cheap. What doesn't hold up in that? Well, that goes to say that's the opposite to you know. There's greed and there's frugalness, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So it's representing. So Jennifer Anderson and her dad represent the aspects of the leprechaun. Oh, deep. But what doesn't hold up is well, that then the dad hires. Uh, another, the next faux pas, which is a, a, a company of painters run by what appears to be a child. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love this. This was my. This is the bit I love the most. Yeah, and the, the, the yeah the the painter and decorators, uh, their company because it was written on the side of their old um, pickup truck is three guys that paint. 
and, it's, and I uh, love that. And it's uh, it's Nathan who is the the the, sh- the sleeveless hunk. It's uh, Ozzy who is Mark Holton, who is the one we spoke about before, who plays a little bit, I guess, of uh, uh, the town simpleton, for lack of better words. And yeah. then um, then this young kid, oh, and his name escapes me. Uh, oh. Is it? Alex, I can't remember. I think it is Alex. Yeah, yes, Alex. Yes, it is Alex. And he's like, he's yeah. like the the kid who. And I really, the, I I really love the relationship between Alex and Ozzy. Like, it's like Ozzy oh. is the the mental level of Alex, but Alex is more mature than he should be. He's like the yeah. the kid's the hustler. And it's I, actually, I loved that. It was a really good dynamic, and it was, it, it was on, cool. on yeah. Honestly, that was really well acted. Um, I I love that that. Yeah, like like the young kid was the boss. He was not inept or going to be a weak link in this movie at all. I love like he, bef- before he went to work, he just sat on the um sat on the ladder and just went, "Geez, I could use a beer right now." Like before he they'd even unloaded the truck. Yeah, he totally. He kind of he he had uh he he channeled uh he reminded me of the little cyborg kid that got drunk in Exterminators of the Year Three Thousand. <laughs> yeah, I thought of that too. So, yeah, kids getting drunk. What is it, man? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just something. It's just our wheelhouse in the wastelands. Yeah, there we go. Um, so. So basically, the, the, what happens is Ozzy is the buffoonie is accidentally knocks the four leaf clover off the crate and unleashes the um, the leprechaun, and then basically it just turns into a cat and mouse chase for the rest of the movie, which is mm-hmm. um, the leprechaun trying to get his gold, them trying to to, to avoid the leprechaun, Jennifer Hansen, you know, whining. Then you know, her lines, I gotta say. Oh, if they weren't they, so hilarious, they were hor- It was horrible. <laughs> so, uh, some of them were great. Some of them were great. She uh, she was actually a really good final girl in this. That was one of the things that I wrote down because took notes through this one as you do because it was so deep and intricately nuanced. I had to capture them. Oh. She's a great final girl. She was actually a great final girl. And something else I noticed, Adam, was uh, something that I like. It's a bit of an overarching thing. Is uh, something that Stephen King does really well, which I think they um, put into here very well too, which was something supernatural arriving in, you know, normal town USA. Mm-hmm. I love that. And um, I love that the, the chaos that comes from that. Yeah. It really does get chaotic, you know, and it's something that I love in Stephen King uh, movies and books. Like Needful Things is one that I can straight up think of where something, or even Salem's Lot is when something really, really creepy comes to, a, you know, small town USA. So if you like that stuff in your Stephen King, you'll like it for this too. It's also got that thing in like in Desperation in Stephen King, just a nerd it right out, is that it's the yeah. out of town is coming into a town, which is set mm-hmm. in its own way. So in that Desperation, is it Desperation? Yeah, the one with the the psycho cop sheriff. Yes, yes. Um, it sort of and it sort of has that same kind of feel that these out of towners have come in and have got to deal with everything themselves mm-hmm. because either the law enforcement is inept or there's that there, the law enforcement oh, digging. Uh, that, that's that's ASIO. Um, <laughs> Is I apologise. We're going to get these ding dings, listeners, because my hard drive on the computer is overloaded, and I forgot to clear it out before the show. Oh no! Control Alt Delete, Adam. Um, Control Alt Delete. And yeah, either inept or corrupt. 
police, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. and that sort of fi- that that was the feeling we got got in this one. Um, sure, but it does have that it, that nails it in there. It's interesting because um, clearly the they they stumble across the leprechaun's gold, and the first mm-hmm. thing young Alex d- does is don't tell the adults. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna this is gonna be the thing that gets this is our meal, meal ticket out of here, Aussie. Don't tell the adults. We'll go and hide the stuff. Yeah. But first of all, let's go and take this coin to a coin dealer and see yep. how much it's worth. Yep. Um, which what rolls out from that? What I've got to say is probably one of the most creative. There's not a lot of <gasps> gore in this, but one of the most creative kills in this movie, and I would almost say this entire series. Do you want to tell the yeah. listeners? Mate, so great. yes. Death by pogo stick. What the hell? Death by That's pogo. a first for me. And, it, and it's actually so that the I could do without the bloody face of the coin seller, but the sure. but the um the leprechaun jumping on a pogo stick, which is clearly from the back of the pawn shop, um, oh. bounce, 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 and it's mm-hmm. funny because like it's it's when it starts. Um, it's when it starts the decline into where the director thought that oh, the way to make the leprechaun endearing is to give him one-liners like Freddy Krueger. So yeah. the one-liner or the the line that the leprechaun says it and look, this is there probably would be lots of bad Irish accents in this episode in this series. Oh, no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt it. He goes, "This old lap, he played one. He played Pogo on his lung." <laughs> <laughs> it's like mm. <laughs> so. Not only was that accent that was not good. even like Irish, was, <laughs> but but that was that. I have no word of a lie. That is um, one of the first lines that I sat up and went, right. This is Here the we ride go. we're in for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was good. So, um, and there's other things like they have some things like in there, like the leprechaun says when he when he first comes out of the basement and Ozzy tries to escape, he goes, You only got away because my powers are weak. I need me gold. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I, I, yeah, fuck you, Lucky Charms was another one. Oh, when he pulls out the version of the cupboard, he's hungry and he pulls the case of the cupboard and it's something called Lucky something. It's not Lucky Charms, it's Lucky Pits yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And he jams them all in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> fuck like, you, Lucky Charms. Yeah, I like that. I like that one too. Um, oh, the fake rainbow was great too. Oh, that was good. There's a there's a couple of um the there's one line that Daniel O'Grady, the 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 guy that stole the, at the start, comes up when he first grabs uh, when he first gets um the leprechaun in the box and he pulls out a line which I actually think typifies the line about the leprechaun throughout the whole movie, which is "Burn in hell, you little green bastard." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That that really is it. That really is it, yeah. yeah and you're right, Ad. That all of this stuff is happening during, like, the last two thirds of the movie, which is what you described it as perfectly. Is a basically a, a, a catch and mouse. Uh, what is it, cat and mouse? Cat and mouse. Yeah, thrown, game of thrown violent in. Casey with with bad with bad. Like something happens to the leprechaun, you think, oh, he's down, he's down and out for sure. Oh, but, but then, yeah. like it says, like the leprechaun pulls his hand off a kitchen burner because having a standoff in a kitchen, and the, um, the leprechaun turns to the camera and chuckles and says, "Now we're cooking, kids." It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, and you're right, man. It really is pitched at '90s kids. Uh, I don't know what the rating is, but I'm sure it was like 13 plus. You know. 
Actually, I think it might have been R. Ah. Let me just double, okay. let me just double check that. Sure. Um, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was R. So like, it was R. Yeah, okay. and I think it was probably because of the Pogo death scene. Death death scene. Um, okay. Because that okay. was quite, they, because they, even though it sort of was lighthearted in parts, and I yeah. think, mate, if you literally took out the deaths and the gore, mm-hmm. it probably would have been PG thirteen. But yeah. but the, well, this is actually probably not a bit a bad part for this bit. Body count. Body count. So the body count of this movie, if I just go to my yellow legal pad, is um, <laughs> four kills. So not a lot of kills, but particularly no. gory kills. Yes. Um, it's 91 minutes in runtime. So that basically gives us a KPM or kills per minute of 0.043 or one kill every 22.75 minutes. Uh, Brilliant. So not high on the kill count. No. Body count. Body count. But what I guess it does do is actually establishes the establishes the character. Like I said, it mm-hmm. made lots of monies. Um, the director never returned, but he did have a crack at the little people again in '95 with a film called Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> oh God! Fairy tale Not- horror. <laughs> <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. Okay. Yeah, Rumpelstiltskin always just gives me um, gives me. Visions of uh, a deformed foreskin. <laughs> oh! <laughs> edit that out. It, it makes me think edit, of the Parliament edit, edit, Funkadelic edit, edit, song, Rump of Steel Skin. Oh, well, maybe that's what that's from. Um, so, Lostners, this was initially going to be an episode where we were going to talk about the first three films, but we've literally got to 27 minutes and spoken about the first one. So guess what? I declare October Leprechaun Month. <laughs> <laughs> and sh- so it was written. And so yeah, I reckon, so mate, we, we, we have done more. We have done more than the, for this movie in 27 minutes than the movie actually did for itself in 91 minutes. <laughs> It it was a good watch. It was really fun. It was well acted. Um, I thought the the child actors in this were strong. Warwick Davies was just a legend. His face makeup, his prosthetics. Oh, I got to say the, the pra- scariest the, thing the of the movie. Effects. The practical effects and the makeups in this movie. The makeups oh. in this movie. For the fact that it was made for nine hundred thousand. Yeah, and yeah. look, and I guess it's just like just as our end notes on this because I know we should probably let the listeners go because they've got other things to do with their time. <laughs> um, but they're heading towards work and they are go, come on, hurry up, finish. I got to finish this off. Yeah, um, I've got to park. I got to park. Uh, and I don't want to sit in the car for fifteen minutes while I hear you wambling along about the same old things. Uh, the um, Warwick Davies was on contract still to George Lucas at the time. And George Lucas uh, is actually thanked in the credits of this film for letting Warwick Davies go off contract to be able to do this film. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I guess the there's lots of uh, – the practical effects are great. The um, the foley's a bit off. There's some funny bits. There's lots of, like, goose where you can see wires and stuntmen and stuff like that. In saying that, yeah. Warwick Davies did most of his stunts in this himself. Um, Legend. Because, like, I don't know how many little people stunt people there are. And, you know, mainly they are the actors and it's that whole thing. So it's funny. It's fun. I have it on VHS. It's the only one I have on VHS. It was oh. – it, there's there's sequels galore, which we're going to talk about. Um, but really, matey, like, that's pretty much – 
where we're, where, where I think we're going to park it. Um, That's the leprechaun. You can check it. We'll put the links for the film up in the liner notes on wastelands.com.au. Um, remember, you can catch us on all the socials. That's Instagram, Facebook, and bloody TikTok. Bloody TikTok. Uh, at Wastelands Radio Show. Twitter is Wastelands RS. Go to YouTube and type in Wastelands, and you'll find us where we do the video version. It's not actually us on video. It's actually just the podcast in video. <laughs> it's this bit. Um, and um, <laughs> you can send us an email at wastelandsradioshow at gmail.com. Tell us what do you it. think about things. Do it. Marco. Yes, sir. We'll go into uh, a couple of more leprechauns in the next couple of episodes. Uh, sure. But right now, is there anything more you'd like to add? It's good night from me and the leprechaun. And it's good night from him and the leprechaun. It's finished! 